Kinka and Kinka, 여러분 안녕하세요. This is Rome or Hando Jun, your Kinka Chingu, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, where every week we celebrate the marriage of K drama and language learning. Welcome to our first episode for this year, 2022. First, um, Happy New Year, Sehebok Mani Badeseo, and yeah. By the way, Sehebok Mani Badeseo is uh, it, it means. I hope you receive a lot of blessings this New Year, something like that. Or sehebok meaning New Year's blessings. So like receive a lot of New Year's blessings. Sehebok mani badeseo. Yeah, that's normally how you'd greet people on the New Year, and people use that for both January first and during the Solnal, which is the Chinese New Year. And this year, Chinese New Year or Solnal falls on the first of February, so that's still several weeks from now. But yeah, Happy New Year, everyone! Welcome back, welcome back to me as well for, um, you know, coming back from several weeks of break. And yeah, I I hope that all of you are doing well, doing fine, and I hope that. All of you are staying healthy and safe, kinkas and kinkas. And yeah, I figure that most of you probably have already come back from vacation. Maybe you are already working or you're back to school, just as I am. I'm actually studying and working at the same time, and that's why right now I'm still adjusting on how to do this. Like I'm doing a lot of things. I'm, you know, I'm working full time. I have a day job and I have school. I'm studying masters. Um, my masters classes are usually on weeknights, and yeah, so I'm still doing. I mean, I'm still creating content. So yeah, this podcast, YouTube, and Piolcheri, although that's still um on break, but yeah, so yeah, welcome back to the show and. For today's episode, what can you expect? Well, I decided that before going back to the regular programming of discussing K dramas and also Korean language learning, I decided that for today's episode, I would just like to share with you. Like, I mean, I I wanted to open the year, the year two thousand and twenty-two, by making some resolutions about. In relation to K drama and Korean language learning, and so yeah, what what to expect in this episode? So first, I'll talk about my personal resolutions about K drama and Korean language learning, and then I'll tell you about the K dramas that I have seen in December, and what K dramas I'm watching now, and what K dramas I'm looking forward to watching this year. I hope that. Yeah, you'll find this discussion interesting, and I want to keep this short because, to be honest, right now I'm not really feeling fully well. Um, earlier this week, my throat has been irritated because of the maybe because of the cold weather during my morning walks, and so my throat was irritated and chigum mo malasoyo. My my throat is dry, but I, I'm okay. Nkunchanayo. Um. Yeah. So yeah, let's talk about my resolutions for 2022. 
in relation to K-drama and Korean language learning? Well, to be honest, nothing has really changed and I don't really plan to make a lot of changes with regards to my K-drama watching habits. Right now, how I'm watching K-drama is still the same. I'm watching an episode every day together with my parents and sometimes my sisters if they're available. So um, we're watching K-dramas in the morning, like either during breakfast or right after breakfast. And that's before work. So my schedule goes like this. I wake up really early to do my morning walks. And then after that, I wash up a bit, have my breakfast. And usually, yeah, during our breakfast, we watch an episode of K-drama and... This year too, I plan to continue doing that. And although some K dramas might not be very suitable to watch in the morning, um, that's the only schedule that works for me right now. So I'm watching K dramas in the morning, and that's how it will be. And yeah, one episode every day, and so that means for sixteen episode K dramas, that will take me more than two weeks to finish them. Unless, of course, if I watch more than one episode during the weekend, which sometimes happen if I have a lot of extra time during during the weekend, but it's not all the time. And usually I reserve the weekend to watch Korean movies or yeah, movies in general. But yeah, that's how it's going to be. And I guess uh, on ad- in addition to that, I'm trying my best to explore more genres of k-dramas because sometimes i just watch k-dramas that are popular during the time like uh, when squid game became popular i watch it during that time same goes for sweet home and other k-dramas that i've been watching but right now i'm thinking that i don't always have to follow the i mean follow the mass I don't have to always watch what's popular at the moment, but rather I'd like to explore more uh, more genres. And with that, I'm thinking of watching K-dramas that are relatively older uh, and maybe try to watch K-dramas that are um, not the typical K-dramas that I've been watching. Although uh, I feel like in the past... Uh, Month, I've actually tried exploring different kinds of genres and I found it interesting and I actually like doing it that way so that it's not all the time that I watch uh, legal drama or uh, rom-com so yeah changing the the <laughs> changing the genre is yeah part of my resolution I think and yeah, I, I think that's all of it with regards to my resolutions when it comes to K-drama. And since I'm still watching mostly together with my family, uh, I watch with subtitles because, well, my parents cannot understand Korean. But I, I guess the challenge there for me is that if I watch with them and we watch with subtitles, then I also sometimes tend to look at the subtitles a lot and although i'm still hearing korean and my brain is still processing it i guess that kind of slows down my my brain processing and so uh, um 
what am I trying to say? Uh, well, uh, I guess what I'm trying to say is that that's a bit of a challenge, but maybe I, I can manage not looking at the subtitles and just focus on what I'm hearing and maybe just focus at the faces of the characters, something like that, so that uh, I'll be able to manage, uh, you know, my brain working capacity. But preferably, well, I, I'm it's because I'm not watching alone. But if I were to watch K-dramas alone, then I would only be watching them either without subtitles or with Korean subtitles because I find that more helpful when it comes to language learning. But since that's not the case for me, and yeah, I prefer watching K-dramas or anything really together with other people, then I have to make adjustments. And since I've already mentioned Korean language learning, so how am I learning Korean language this year? Last year, I've been quite passive when it comes to studying the Korean language. And by passive, I mean I've only been mostly consuming content and, you know, studying vocabulary here every now and then and also reviewing my grammar every now and then. And I, I feel that like that's quite passive although i actually improved a bit i think especially because i've been writing a lot especially for my uh, korean asmr podcast yeah and for that every week i used to write a script and i get that script uh, edited by a korean friend or yeah uh, sometimes i receive coaching on how to write better or how to write uh, more natural sounding sentences and um, yeah so somehow I guess although it's been mostly passive the fact that I've been writing Korean and then you know recording myself in Korean at least for the Korean ASMR podcast then that was quite good and yeah I, I remember last year because I've been doing uh, what's this? Uh, I've been doing monologues for this podcast, for Kinka Podcast. Um, it, if you're a new listener and you haven't heard those monologues, you can go back to the very first first season and second season. I, I think I did monologues until second season. And yeah, for those uh, monologues, there were times when I had to do padasugi or dictation so i listen to the audio and then i have to write it down in korean because uh for some k-dramas that i watch there were no korean subtitles available so like, for example are those that are in view so it, it was difficult to get korean subtitles so i only i had to listen to the korean audio and then type it in korean so that i could use it for my Korean monologues. Uh, how, however, it's it's not the case for Netflix because for Netflix, if you use the language reactor, uh, it's a, an extension for Google Chrome. So you can see the Korean subtitles and even copy it. Uh, yeah, I think you can copy the Korean subtitles. So that's w w what I did for most of the monologues in the past. And however, this year, I'm not sure I'm going to do monologues. Maybe I should. I I'm not sure. 
because if I do monologues, that means I have to, uh, like, watch the, you know, I, I watch the entire K-drama, right? And then I, I have to remember which parts would be good for monologues and then go back at it later in time and then do the recording. So that usually takes a lot of time as compared to, you know, just watching the entire K-drama and then reacting to it. But yeah, I guess I'll consider doing monologues again. Um, well, I'm not sure because, uh, well, I'm I'm not acting or anything, although I do improv, but I'm not so active in the theater sphere right now. But yes, that's actually something that I was interested in in the past. That's why I did Korean monologues because, yeah, I felt like maybe I could act in Korean or, you know, so- something like that. Although, of course, I understand for a fact that my um, my accent is actually... Uh, well, although some people would say that I sound like a Korean, but for the trained ears they would easily notice that I'm actually a foreigner. Although my pronunciation is good, well, pronunciation is not enough because, you know, you know, when you speak, the intonation matters, the where you put the stress, the rhythm and stuff. So uh, although I've, I think I'm not so bad, but it's still not at par with a native Korean. But... Um, it's okay, good to know. And yeah, also that one. I've been thinking that maybe I should speak more Korean in this podcast, because I know that well, all of you listeners are coming from different levels, so some might be super beginners, some might be intermediate or advanced, and maybe some people are not even interested in Korean language but are just here. to hear me speak about k-dramas so I, i'm not sure how to you know manage all that can they i've been thinking that yeah maybe i should speak more korean good job don't you think so mm. and then oh yeah so that's one thing that i've been thinking that maybe i should do that like it, it will also help me because uh, although I understand that it's sometimes difficult when you know code switch because code switching for me from English to Korean might not be that natural as compared to me code switching from English to Filipino because well I've been used to speaking in English and Filipino all at once I mean speaking English and Filipino in a sentence or like yeah it, code switching for me of uh English Filipino to English vice versa is so much easier it's quite difficult for me to do that in Korean and English like code switching uh, I, I, I have to try it and yeah because I, I feel like I- if i try to do that then i'm i might lose momentum and my thoughts kind of go astray because 
you know, it, it's weird when you speak in one language and then speak in another language and then go back and forth between those two language. Um, what is it? Um, I'm still thinking about it. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I guess I will speak more Korean in this podcast on top of the discussions that I share with you with regards to language learning. Because I'm thinking I should still share, uh, you know, about vocabulary or grammar even and also about culture and although i'm i'm not an expert with regards to culture or grammar i feel that by me sharing what i'm learning together with you then i'm also helping myself remember so yeah it's beneficial for me as much as i think it could be beneficial for you and yeah what what else about language learning um Yeah, I still plan to write a lot this year, although I'm not sharing what I write via, I mean, I don't share my scripts usually, but yeah, if you listen to my Korean ASMR podcast called Bielchari or Constellations, then you'll hear about my writings in Korean, and I plan to write more. Uh, yeah, may- maybe this is not the place for me to share about what I plan to write this year. I mean, yeah, my plans and my goals for Real Chari, uh, this is not the place for me to share that. I'll probably share it there in Korean. But So I, I hope you are at the level where you can understand Korean so that you can, you know, head straight to Real Chari and listen to wh- whatever I share there. Okay. So, yeah, I guess that's it for my K-drama and Korean language learning resolutions. Also, ah, by the way, I'm reading a lot of books in Korean. Uh, Some are uh, fiction books, but mostly I'm reading non-fiction Korean books. And because right now I'm in the finance or finance, however you want to pronounce it, I'm in the finance industry, the financial industry. So I'm reading a lot of finance books that are in Korean just so I could, you know, get more acquainted with the business language and the jargons and stuff. And yeah, I I think it's helpful for my fluency. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I think reading is also very helpful in, you know, expanding your vocabulary and yeah reading is a uh, something that you do with language so it's not all about listening and speaking reading and writing are essential okay that's it about my resolutions now what k-dramas have i seen in december well actually it was from november until december i have seen uh my mister so my mister which has iu in it and then you are my spring. Um, yeah, what's her name? Uh, well, I forgot the name of the actress, but yeah, those are the only two K dramas that I've seen in December: My Mister and then You Are My Spring. And I plan to talk about those two K dramas in the next episode. So, if you still haven't seen those K dramas, now's the time for you to watch them before I release those episodes. 
And yeah, just two K dramas because yeah, I took a break from watching K dramas during the holidays. Like I didn't watch any K drama at all. So yeah, just two K dramas in December, and I didn't watch any Korean movie in December. Ah, actually, I've seen uh, Kim Ji Young, born in nineteen eighty two. Uh, was that in November or December? I I don't remember. Maybe December. So I've seen that movie. And was there anything else? Yeah, I think that's all the Korean, uh, film and TV series that I've seen in November and in December. And what K drama am I watching now? Well, I think I haven't said it anywhere. Like I didn't even tweet about it. But right now I'm watching the Silent Sea, and it's a very short K drama. It only has eight episodes. Right now, we are on the sixth episode, I think. And yeah, that's what I'm watching now. And after watching that, I'm not sure yet what I'm gonna watch next. But yeah, I'll probably talk about the Silent Sea on this podcast as well. Look forward to it. And yeah, what K dramas am I looking forward to watching this year? Well, I said it already that I'm trying to watch K dramas in a variety of genres. And I want to watch K dramas that are not only the new ones, but I also want to watch older K dramas. And so there's actually a lot of K dramas that are on my list. Yeah. And uh, among my lists are well, this is a new one, Our Beloved Summer. Yeah, this is yeah. I think this is something that I want to watch. Uh, although I, I, I the. I think the episodes are not all released yet, so I have to make sure that before I start it, that there's not gonna be any break because of unreleased episodes. And then next on my list, I have Taxi Driver, and then there's Blue Castle, Immortal Souls. Also, I'm thinking of watching Kingdom because I've already seen the first season of Kingdom. Uh, there's the second season, right? And then there are. What is that? A sequel or a, like, w- what do you call those again? The spin, spin. Is that how it's called? This, sp- uh, my brain is. I don't know, but yeah, you know the not a sequel, not a prequel, but a ah uh, a spinoff. Yeah, a spinoff. I I think there's a kingdom spinoff, but yeah. So I'm thinking of watching that. Uh, I'm not sure though, cause. I'm not sure if my parents will like it because they usually don't like a lot of blood or zombies and stuff. Although they're okay with um, violence. I mean, watching violence. But yeah, g- they consider blood and zombies as too gore sometimes. But I, I think um, if I talk about it to them, maybe they'll consider watching it considering that Kingdom has actually a really nice story and it's... Well, for for some of my friends, they consider it a masterpiece, and um, yeah. So I think I'll just tell them that Kingdom is a masterpiece that is worth watching. And then there are other relatively older K dramas that I want to watch, like Once Again, The Wind Blows, Rugal, Mister Sunshine, Chicago Typewriter. Um, and I I think I've never mentioned, but. Uh, before I even started this podcast, I actually saw a class in a university, and they were offering a class where they would be discussing about K dramas, 
And I think they listed down Chicago Typewriter, Itaewon Class, Crash Landing on You, and maybe Mr. Sunshine on their syllabus. And yeah, I just think that's really interesting. Uh, yeah, um, well, I, I didn't take that class. And yeah, we're having our own class here, King Gas and Queen Gas, right? And uh, aside from those, I plan to watch Lawless Lawyer, Be Melodramatic, Dream High. Dream High is something really old and I haven't seen it. But yeah, I'm thinking of watching it. And actually, I'm quite limited with uh, K-dramas that are only available on Netflix. So yeah, I'm only watching K-dramas that are available on Netflix because... Well, Netflix is so much more easily accessible to me. And I don't know why, but other apps don't really work with our smart TV. So, yeah, our smart TV only allows Netflix. So, I only watch K-dramas on Netflix. Although, I used to subscribe to View and other platforms when... I still watch K-dramas on my own, but since I don't do that anymore, I only watch K-dramas on Netflix. And yeah, this is not sponsored, but yeah, um, that's how it is for me right now. And yeah, thank you very much for listening to me ramble today about my thoughts and stuff. And I hope you picked a few things from me and maybe... You thought about your own K-drama and Korean language resolutions for this year. And yeah, I, I really hope that this year you wouldn't feel alone when you're watching K-dramas. And you wouldn't feel alone in your Korean language learning journey because yeah, we're all here. And we're doing all this together. And so yeah, whether you are a student or a worker or... Whatever it is that you're doing in life, I hope that you succeed and I hope that this year 2022 will be a great year for you as well. And yeah, please wish me the same. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that's it. And you'll hear from me again next week. Hopefully, I'll have more time to, you know, think about stuff. And uh, I hope that my throat wouldn't be as terrible today. So, 네, 안녕히 계세요. 다음에 꼭 봐요. 바이바이.